Are we going to have a little roll at the end? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. We should talk about that in oh, a bit. sure, sure. <laughs> we could do that if you want. No way, man. <laughs> Ship. How are you doing? I'm Shaolin Pete, joined today on episode 75 by uh, an, uh, quite an old friend now, isn't it? An old friend, yeah. It's been a while, hasn't it, really? It's got to be 10, 15 years, maybe? Probably more 15. Yeah. They, they, he is the uh, lead singer of Jeremiah Ferrari. Uh, he's a uh, Hodger Gracie blue belt. <laughs> Respect, bro. Um, they call him Turbo sometimes. It's Ryan Paul Mario Barton. So we're just up to checking out the uh, posters on the treehouse wall there. Yeah, you're obviously a man of taste. Well, you've said that now, and then if we read some of these out, people will be like, taste, what? Ocean's Eleven? I think they will be like that, because one of my favourite films, probably my favourite film is up there. And I was intentionally not, not looking at it then. So you could guess what it was. Is it Groundhog Day? It's not Groundhog Day. I'm trying to guess which of these would be your favourite. And I actually almost, uh, I bought a t- this is how much I love it, bought a t-shirt of it recently. I can't think which of these would even have merch apart from 2001. Boosh! Best film of all time. I've got Easily. A, I've got to admit, uh, deceased friend Beef brought um, 2001 round to my... So I used to bring round films. He'd be like, right, this is what you're doing on Saturday night. I'm bringing a special, like, high-resolution, perfect colour monitor round to your house, and we're going to smoke this weed that I brought with me, and it's just going to be pitch black, and we'll just have this, like, cinema experience, and we'll just be, like, high as a cake, and we'll just be watching it. And uh, he brought it round, and I don't know if... Because I was, like, super high, but I was... I sort of tuned out of it in the middle somewhere because it's very, very slow. It is. I mean, it's like kind of probably all of Stanley Kubrick's films. It's a pretty slow burner. But I don't know, like visually, 2001 A Space Odyssey is just incredible. Considering I think it was made in like, I want to say 69. Yeah. I think it was. Which is just... It's it's crazy when yeah. when you when you watch it and you see some of the space scenes and some of the spaceship scenes. It's like how did they do this in 1960? It is unreal. It's out of control. <clears throat> that just the visuals hold up till today anyway. Mm-hmm. But there's also a, a, a way that you can watch it where you're sort of watching it like they could play it in a museum. Like this is what they thought the future might be mm-hmm. in the past. Like there's that component to it where you can forgive some of like the monkeys or whatever at the start. I love the monkeys. That's one of the best bits. It doesn't look like monkeys though, does it? Right. It doesn't look like real monkeys, but that's fine with me. I don't really mind that. I actually more appreciate the fact that it, the, that it's like a practical effect. It suits. I, yeah. I like that aspect of it rather than, obviously it's 1969, so they're not going to have It's sort of like CGI, watching theatre, isn't it, at the beginning? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then obviously the match cut, is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that from media? They, dude, that is on one set? of the best match cuts of all time. It's epic. It, it's cha- so it changed cinema, that, I think, just that one little... Well, I think it's been, it's been copied many times, yeah. hasn't it? And we were talking about Akira before we were rolling. 
And you were saying about how it kind oh. of like set the... You just said rolling. Are we going to have a little roll at the end? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. We should talk about that in oh, a bit. sure, sure. <laughs> we could do that if you want. No way, man. <laughs> I actually thought, I have thought about mentioning that to you. Could be funny if we have a roll. <laughs> but it could also be the, really sad. On the show? <laughs> <laughs> no man no no I feel like nah, it would be I'm fun for us at the time I'm not going to embarrass you in front else. of all your fans twist yeah, you up don't need that. Uh, but let's let's just let, yeah like Akira I think you were going to say it sort of it invented a lot of the things that now you'd watch it back and, and go oh this is like stuff that I've seen that you know that's derivative of it but no it is the progenitor of those devices mm-hmm. that get used and then yeah I mean a Space Odyssey is just another example of that. It's been ripped off, ripped off countless times. And dude, by the end of it, I, I think it holds up to this. Even like thematically, just the, the philosophy of it. I, I'm not a huge fan of like the very, very ending. Like that sort of... The moon child. I, I like the the ambition of that. Ambiguity of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, I love to, that. To have done that is, I think, a good move, but it, it's just held back a little bit by the, you know, the resources of the time I, I just personally what narratively you think the ending doesn't not narratively just um literally the effect like the I yeah don't like the, the like the the shot of their baby looking down on yeah, her I was like yeah what the hell's that weird baby <laughs> 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 i remember when i first watched it um i was a bit like that at the end and I, I didn't i was like what that's a bit weird but i think that's because i'd not seen like most films that i'd seen up to that point kind of wrapped up neatly yeah, um, but I've, I've actually like grown to appreciate that ending much more the more I've got into film. Yeah, like, yeah. I just I'm not even exactly sure what happens at the end. Yeah. To be honest, uh, but I like to think about it. It kind of makes you think about it, doesn't it? So there's so many just uh, how co- it is crazy that there's you know when he's flying through the colors and That's like so good, I, I'm bit. afraid I can't do that, Dave. Oh, there's loads that you see spoofed and lampooned all the time in Simpsons or you know just it's all mm. these little cultural moments that survive 50 years later mm. like the, the character of Hal yeah that's kind of cropped up in it's in Wally, isn't it I've not seen Wally. where's it in that it's in Moon how Sam can Rock you not see Wally? do you not whack a man for the kid no 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 not yet I mean he's a bit too young for that yeah I think I don't, I don't know kids. I don't think he'd be interested in it yet um, congratulations by the way just as we've mentioned it daddy um, Raz is the father of one child unless you're watching this a few months from now he's the father of two children mm-hmm. um, yeah well we'll come we'll circle back around to that cause okay I don't, I don't, yeah because yeah. I know I've been meaning to get you on for since the beginning I've been asking you since the beginning and you've been paying me off the whole time but you know, do you remember like early on, I was like, you've got to come on, I'm doing this podcast thing. And you were just like, nah. Yeah. And I think it actually came up in the Tom Rylance episode. Tom Rylance, lead singer of Light Winners, I'm sure you know. Shouts. Um, I, th- I think he said like, get Ryan Barton on. He was like, yeah. He's like, find me off, don't want to do it. It's like, he's too good for it. Well, that's actually not what it is at all. No. It's just... I don't know. I just don't. I don't talk to people that much for for an hour. For, for me, it was like when I was first compiling, like, oh, who should I get? Who's like a good chat? It was you. was like in the in the VIP guest list. That's cool. Think like mm. every time we'll go to a party, I'm like, right, where's Raz? We need to talk about films, or you, do you know mm. what I mean? Like immediately, that's and I thought that's podcast gold. 
Yeah, but, man, that's cool. What are you doing at? You think you're leaving parties going? Well, that was shit. I had shit conversations no. with everyone there. No, it's not the conversation. I mean, I don't know if people realise it, but I'm just probably a bit like socially anxious, really. I guess. Um, nah. No, you see, people don't. I am. I'm nervous now. I'm nervous most of the time. You're nervous now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, not just because of the camera, but just in one on one conversation. That's that's just something that happens i just get a bit nervous but um what about with the boys in the band or is it just like no not with the boys in the band i mean i think it's probably more because i mean i see my see my wife and my kid and the band and that's really the only people i socialize with i've never really been a guy who kind of goes out and um just hangs out with friends in a day it's never really been me i'd rather we used to do that all the time like but when we first we were saying, well, we just did a video shoot, so we were talking about it then, how we can't even really remember our early 20s too much. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just all just gone. But we would hang out all the time, and we would, you know, either go play basketball or just chill and smoke or uh, I guess there was, a, there was a period where, oh, yeah, yeah, we'd go around to yours and uh, do that thing. I think it might be a thing, as I've got a bit older, I've become a bit more I th- reclusive. I, I can fully understand why people might assume now just analyze doing running self-diagnostic like i am sort of an anxious person and it's like you you know that we're in a worldwide pandemic right now Mm. we're in this insane unorthodox circumstance right now i feel super autistic when i'm hanging out with people just because i'm in my house most of the time so the exposure to you know social stuff is not there but i think as soon as we get back to normal life and you are seeing people more and I, yeah, I, yeah, I, get, I get what you're saying. Like you are in a, a more tight little insular unit with because yeah. you've got a kid and stuff now. But um, I do think it's got that it is a factor that you're not seeing people as often, and, and it feels weird to you know like even if you're in Tesco or whatever and you see someone you know, you just get your mask up and I don't want them to know. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a bit odd. Um, Although they'll definitely notice you though, even with your mask on. Because of the hair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going to ask about like what what's it been like for um, you know was Sunny born during the COVID times or just before it? I think it it was just before it. Yeah, it was just before it, wasn't it? Yeah, um, but I mean, he's you've largely just raised him like in mo- most of his life has been in and lockdown. that's something that we um, we hate that really. Like we want to take him out and do nice things with him, take him swimming, and like have him socialise with the kids, but. Yeah, and just it, can't do it. Is there a part of you that's like, fuck, you, you can't get this time back either. So, mm-hmm. you know, in the formative years when you want to sort of, you know, he's not recording necessarily now, but you're affecting how he understands reality in the world. Mm-hmm. So you, you are like, like you, you want to have experience yeah. and, you know, be exposed to different things. Um, so that's something that we definitely uh, have in mind, but you just can't really do much about it. Do you speak with Jody much about like, oh, you know, wondering how it might have a, a an effect, good or bad? Like, you know, you never know if it could be like, you know, we'll see years from now, like, oh, it's actually been cool that kids have a, a deeper understanding of uh, how to wash their hands or, I don't know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> They'll probably all just not be able to socialise with each other, <laughs> all the kids that grow up. I already was scared of that before all this. I was like, kids are just such spurgs now. They're just... Because yeah. Yeah. it's all just online. Mm. So we had... Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, it sounds like, well, yeah, why would you want that? But 
um, having to hang out with people that you don't agree with or you don't like, you know, like you're just in Standard Mower in Lee and you're just like weird. Or, you know, for you, I imagine people coming up trying to touch your hair and shit all the time. That doesn't happen as much these days. Is well, that, I mean, like, since I had my hair cut. Yeah, is that why you told you read it down? I regret it. I regret cutting the hair. Oh, yeah. I think I want to grow it back because I just miss it. I don't know, I just miss that ridiculous hairdo. And just the weight of it and shit. <laughs> Sometimes, though, I see pictures of me on my wedding day and I don't know what I was doing with my hair <laughs> that picture day. picture here we'll have. Wow! <laughs> I was impressed because you'd never done that before. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! Well, what I was trying to do? Was I'm trying sure to steal the were, show? I'm sure what you're thinking is this is not a, a smart look, you know. The so I'm, how do I make this smart without just mm. cutting it off? So you that, thought I'll just exactly. So it, it it wasn't smart because what it was for, was a for, super long pro with dreads. For people kind of only listening, the picture of Raz on his wedding day, he's got a perfectly spherical afro. I mean, it's Jackson Five S. Yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> It's crazy. And it was massive. But at the time, because I was just so used to the, the hair, it didn't seem big to me. But now I look back on it and I go, it was absolutely massive. Yeah. I think um, if you just saw someone for the first time, then you wouldn't go, that is nuts. I think you just go, oh, that guy just, he likes looking like a microphone. That's, <laughs> that's his vibe. <laughs> the microphone. Jesus Christ. I get Sideshow Bob a lot as well. Still? No, but when I had the hair, Sideshow Bob, like I'd be walking down the street and some guy just go, Sideshow Bob, out of a car. And I'd be like, yes. And I'd hear that a lot. A yeah. lot. But you can't let those little, you, you have to embrace, like, whatever you look like, people are going to shout some shit. I get Jesus all the time. Yeah. I mean, I did. I didn't, I did, it didn't bother me because the type of people that shout things at you in cars are not the type of people you're asked about. Yeah. Knowing I don't really care about them people, but, um. That, didn't, that wasn't the reason I cut it. The, the reason I cut it is because it was just hard to deal with. It got to a point where I'd wake up in the morning and you'd look in the mirror and you'd go, fucking hair would be all crazy and flat on one side and then sticking out here and you'd just go, I don't know what to do with this now. It's going to take effort. Yeah, so, so why do you want it back? You want to, you miss um, that? Well, I think because, I kind of want it back because we're doing more, we're, with a band we want to do more videos now, really smash some videos, smash more like cool images and pictures and stuff. And I like the way it looks on. Yeah. I like the way it looks on videos, and on, I think it's eye-catching. So yeah. that's the reason I want to grow it back, and I'll, I'll deal with that other shit like when I wake up in the morning and know that it's hard to do. Yeah, it's sort of like you've got a pass if you are in a band to like look a bit weirder than. So this is like normal you, just like going to work you, but then you, you want to be that version of you that you've seen, like, you've you had short era thinking. New Blood, was it? No, I had a fro in New Blood, I think. Did you? I, had a, I think I had a fro. I might I, have trimmed it down a bit, but it was still a fro. I should say for um, Jeremiah fans that are watching, do they have a name for your fans or? No. Okay, so comment underneath the video if you've got any <laughs> suggestions for uh, what the, all you fans should be called. But um, I don't know if they'll know me, but I did... Um, I've done a bunch of artwork for you guys. Mm -hmm. I did the last video, so the one that just dropped. Um, mm -hmm. It'll be there if you're watching. It looks so good. Um, Cosmic Rays. Cosmic Rays. Yeah, yeah go, I mean, go and check out the band in, in general. Like, I feel like you always bring it every time. You never just like phone in it and like, this will be the single, this will be like, it's always something that it seems you guys are excited about and mm -hmm. sort of keeping it, you know, you're not throwing 
crazy shapes, like it's still within the same umbrella, genre umbrella, but always with a slightly new flavor or a new new angle. Like this one's a bit more playful, I think, than certain tracks yeah. in the past. But I did um, Mindless Riot's video back in the day. Ah, oh, killer video. That was my first music video as That's well. That's crazy, you know. I was watching that like a couple of weeks ago and I, the video was really impressive. Well, I think we were like, we need to, I, I think I spent more time on it than I could would justify being able to spend on a video now. Yeah. Unless the budget was like, you know, next echelon, like 10 grand budget. Yeah. And then it'd be like, right, we're going to work on this for a month. But I remember it was me and Beef again, just sat in his room, just tinkering away just looking but what a fun time just like the memories of that mindless riots video shoot was just awesome uh all our mates in bj's bingo in lake yeah smashing up tvs is, is that um fresh trivia did people know that it was bj's bingo i don't i don't know i don't think they did but yeah that was uh filmed in i guess in just some back bit of bj's bingo, yeah, bingo they where had, they kept all the machines they had all dead arcade machines and mm. i don't know who came up with the idea and we were like we could just fucking do it near all these arcade machines that's and I, I remember thinking at the time because the song was meant to be about um, you know looting and opportunistic thieves to, you know turning turning uh i don't know yeah just like taking advantage of a situation mm -hmm. and i thought yeah that's sort of if you're high enough that seems like the slot machines would be purposefully yeah you know yeah, I mean? yeah and uh yeah drafted in all our mates and got hold of dozens of TVs, mm. smashed them all up. And I remember at the time, everyone was wearing masks, which is um, like safe, because there's all like glass dust and all sorts of shit coming out of these old cathode ray tube yeah. TVs. Yeah. And I remember thinking, I have to set a precedent here and I'm gonna scare people. If, I, if I'm like being a pussy around the T, like don't touch that, then people aren't gonna riot properly. People aren't gonna smash them up. So I was getting in there like, you know, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Fucking feel it, lad. <laughs> So everyone was like, yeah, it's safe. Do you know what I mean? But and you could see, couldn't you, in the, uh, like, where the lights were shining. We'd been smashing up TVs and you could see, like, fibres of glass just floating around. Did you know I went to hospital because I was coughing up blood every day? For, After that shoot? For, for months. Oh, no. And I went to hospital and got my chest x-rayed. And then, uh, I, can't, I can't remember what happened with it now, but it, for months I was, like, having... It real bad issues with my lungs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, I can imagine you were because it, it really was. I mean, how many TVs did we have in there? Like loads, and people were smashing the shit out of them. People. It was scary. With reckless abandon. Yeah, I like, mean, they, they I was, was like, Raz Singh, and you were like, fucking hell. Yeah. People swinging yeah. TVs around and swinging bats and. Yeah, it's like Brad Winston just like <laughs> flying a bat past me head and trying to go mindless riots. <laughs> it was like it was crazy. People just went wild. Yeah, but it worked. It yeah. worked. That's what. That's the vibe that you wanted on the video, isn't it? So. Oh man. It was great. Good time. That. Zach, our mate Zach, starring in the vid. As yeah. A, like, <laughs> Doing the taxi driver scene in yeah. the in the mirror. But I was like, you didn't need asking twice either. So we filmed that separate, and I was like, yeah, you know, just like, you know, you're in the mirror, you're getting ready to, and and then he was like, Ooh, and he was like dancing and. In his element. Yeah, probably. he was loving life, man. He loved being the star of that. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good vid, man. That was cool. So that was, um, was that, we did a video after that, right? No? Was that the last th video? Um, with us. With you. I think then Beef did a video with you guys at Antwerp Mansion for Jazz Cigarette. Yeah, that, Beef, that one. Um, so Rest the, in peace, brother. Rest in peace. My, my angle. Yeah, with the angles oh, now, angle. baby. Really on my angle. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and that was like nice, dead juicy colour grade on that mm. and uh, sort of some effects. I think we it. tried, didn't we? we? We did try to do videos, but it just didn't. Oh yeah, we did. Um, oh, the Ben one. We did a Ben one, so that that's, <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to find that. It's on, it, if you go, I don't know where you would even look for that now. Not on YouTube? I don't think it is, um, but it was originally for your tune, House of Leaves. So I'd said like, oh, I think this has got viral potential. We'll get my, you know, our mate Ben, who's like well up for it. And he's gonna basically scream along to the song in public. So we, we, I was like, maybe we'll hear a scream, maybe we won't, but he'll have earphones in and he'll just be belting the song out just in a library, in a, a shop, in a museum, you know, just like places in where- In front of cows was the one I always remember. Yeah, that, that was a, that was a fun shot. bit. And, um, and I thought, you know, we can even, so we faked one or two of the, the scenes as well because I think what we discovered is people don't react very much. You know, we were like, everyone's gonna be running over and telling us to fuck off and- People just go. People, people don't even look really. If you do it in public, they just sort, sort of go like, oh, someone's filming a thing. But yeah. are probably petrified inside themselves. I don't like, know if they were. I think people were just like, oh, spice heads. Spice heads. <laughs> and, but I had the, um, tripod and camera as well. So I think people just go, oh, they're filming for something. They just know, yeah. So then what we had to switch to halfway through is I would have the camera and then we'd go, are you ready? And I go, boom. So like, if you've got the tripod and you're setting up the camera because mm -hmm. I wanted it like just, just perfect, people just get out of the way as well. People just leave the shot. Yeah. So if you're trying to trap people in the background of the shot, then you have to like ambush them. <laughs> well, you literally did trap people in one of the shots when you did it in a lift. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't even move. Like Ben was stood at the front of the lift, yeah. screaming this song, and it's just people behind him, like, trying yeah. to get past him. So I thought that was a funny one. Um, what happened with Ben was he was drinking a lot while we were shooting, because it took months to do, and we kept going out. Yeah, it was going on for weekend. a long time, wasn't it? And then I think he got past that stage in his life where he was drinking a lot, and I think he got a girlfriend, and he just started smoking more. He became far less confident to just start <laughs> screaming, because it's bananas to just start screaming in public it's so like you're talking about social anxiety you know we're just like are you ready to start screaming and even i was just like oh no this is mortifying yeah you know because you just go and everyone in this like the arndale would turn around and i'd just close my eyes a lot of the time <laughs> just i don't want to know but after a few seconds of oh you don't die, like because you have this instinctive response like we're gonna die everyone's gonna run over mm -hmm. and just pitchfork us to death but he's screaming and then, oh, everyone's just looking at, no one's doing anything. And then you feel empowered. You feel like, yeah, none of you are gonna say anything. We're screaming and you're quiet. Like That's the feeling that you overcome with. Yeah. But when he started smoking, it, it was like, he wasn't as up for mm. screaming. So we'd be in like the library or whatever. And then I'd go, you up for it then? And, and he'd be like, it's a bit, it's a bit crazy in here. Like, well, the library's it. probably one of the most nerve wracking ones. Was it the, the library in Manchester as well? Uh, in Bolton, I think. In Bolton. Because we scoped out, we went to so many we'd Me and Ben would hang out all day on shooting days and we'd just go around looking for like sort of cool looking places. We, mm. we weren't looking for best reactions because I knew we were going to have to fake some of them and I didn't want to do it like out and out prank. Oh, this is a prank, guys. I wanted to make it like a little bit artistic and sort of justify it as like, oh, it's a social experiment, but it's a piece of, it's a, a, do you know what I mean? A project rather than just, you know, someone filming on a phone of, yeah. of, of like beatboxing in the hood prank or whatever. So, but then I think we brought it to you guys and uh, and you're like, yeah, 
I think we're coming across like a nuisance. Or like, do you want to explain what? Do you even I, remember? I mean, like we've talked about, my memory is crap. I can't exactly remember ex- exactly what it was, but I think it was that the track kind of got buried right. in the shouting. Yeah. Um, and I think we had an issue with that. The video was, I liked the video, but I just thought that the, the song wasn't coming through yeah. enough. Um, That's fair. I think it, I think it was. I had a similar issue with, um, I did a video for Kill Van Culls, I think they're called, you know, Milton's mm-hmm. band. And um, I'd pitched it to them all the way through that their audio would actually not be like the only audio, that there would be sound effects on it. And I wanted to do a video like, have you seen um, Spaced? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's a, a scene where they do like a finger gun fight. And I, I originally pitched this idea to you guys. I was like, it'd be, it'd be you guys breaking into a, a, you know, a stronghold, a facility and just doing like, you know, and like throwing pretend grenades and stuff. And I wanted to choreograph this whole thing. I think you'd passed on it. And I, I went to those guys and I'm like, let's do it. It'll be a morph suit fight scene oh, yeah, with cardboard that was, was guns. That, was that for Kill Van Cole's, that one? I remember that video. But then in the end, they were like, oh yeah, we don't we don't like the sound effects on it. And it, it might have been similar to the House of Leaves concept in that I felt it just kills the eff- effectiveness of the video to have no extra. I know like you want to push the song, but I'd always thought there's a, vi- a video called um, uh, Greeks is Tropical and it's all these like kids fighting with cartoon guns and they have the sound effects on top of it. And if you mute them and just play the tune, it just loses all its, it's yeah. not funny anymore. And I thought like it wouldn't go viral, you know, say if it was House of Leaves, I thought it's not as funny because you can't hear what these people are hearing. Mm. And um, I don't, but I don't remember that being like the fundamental um, disagreement of the video. I, I, I seem to remember the the, Discussion being around like, oh, we seem like people will be annoyed with us, and we seem like I don't know. I can't. I can't really remember Pete to be honest. Because uh, I don't know. To me, it doesn't really see. It seems like a, it's a prank, isn't it? So yeah. I don't know. I don't think that was coming from me. That kind of nuisance angle, but uh. that's fair. Should we circle back around to film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel yeah. I can be uninteresting. No chance. No. <laughs> What you want about every dude? Everyone thinks they're like, oh, was that all right? I was just rambling on. I know. I can't. You kind of forget that the camera's there, and it's just like we're just talking, isn't it? Yeah, we're just talking, isn't but it? But that—that's what this is. Yeah, it, I don't. It's not like a formal interview where it's like, and what? Yeah, I guess. I guess what I'm saying is, it just seems like I'm just talking to you and not being interesting for the people on the other side of the camera. I think <laughs> be be less concerned with being interesting because you can never determine what people are going to be interested in i think if we're just chilling and the the vibe is relaxed that relaxes people and Mm -hmm. that's what i want the show to be i want people to just put it on maybe not even listen to it properly just like have it on and it's just like a good vibe okay yeah cool you feel me oh yeah before we move on to film a few uh artworks i did the cactus killer ep back in the day what a classic album um this was a great artwork I remember first seeing it and just thinking, that's epic. Look at that. Smashed it. First artwork, first paid artwork gig that as well. My favourite thing on it was uh, Josh's hair. Let's have a look at it. <laughs> it's just funny. It's the shape of the yeah, head and the hair. It's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was, so this was our very first release. Looks, you'll see, I've sort of tried to echo it in the Cosmic Rays mm-hmm. artwork. Yeah. 
I was like, it's the modern incarnation of the Cactus Killer. Yeah, it is. Um, and this album had some bad songs on it. You know, what, what, are you, what songs are you embarrassed of for, for this um, era? I'm not embarrassed. I mean, this was the very first thing we'd, we'd released. Um, it was definitely a bit, well, not a bit, very rough around the edges. Um, and if you listen to us now compared to what we sounded like Dude, here. Dude, Murder, you never play that anymore, but that's a banger. When I, I, I think about Murder was when I recorded that, I never really got stoned in recordings, even gigs, was never really liked to smoke and go on stage or anything. But on that recording of Murder, for some reason, we got high as fuck before it. Yeah. And I feel like I can tell, on my, I feel like my vocals suffered on that. In, in what way, maybe sloppier or? Sloppier, and I mean smoking but and more indulgent is though is pretty cool for like, are you gonna say reggae vocalists shouldn't smoke weed? Most reggae vocalists I know do smoke weed, so. But it, for me, that it didn't. It never worked. Smoking and going on stage, or smoking and going. Satisfy your soul is a banger as well, man. Cool riff, good song. What um, what was that one? Parliament. I remember. Um, I was out in the woods having a little rave that um, you know my little Atherton squad yeah. used to do back in the day, and I remember taking some disco biscuits and listening to Parliament. I can't remember, how does it go, Parliament? I can't even think how it goes. I can't um, actually remember the... How does it go like? I don't know, but you, the, that's just reminded me of something that... It's um, funky, it? It's a thing that you do. Um, you know when people sing a song, they go, you know that advert? Or they go, yeah, you know that song? It's like... And they don't actually sing it well. But when you go, do you remember that song? And then you'll sing it really well. <laughs> <laughs> you'll like use the opportunity to just go, by the way, I'm a really good singer. <laughs> That's cool. Um, do, you, that's do you know that you do that? I've, I, I acknowledge that I probably do do that. But I mean, I sing. Hey, why not, man? If I could sing, yeah. if I had the mellifluous pipes of a mixed race <laughs> angel, I'd be singing all the time. It's going to do my head in. I need to just remember this song because it was like kind of, it was kind of like reggae on the verse on it and then went heavy on the chorus and it was kind of funky. Dude, look it up and we'll cut it, it out uh, somewhere. Because I got to be true to life. Oh, hold on. Yeah, that was that. I liked that song. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That song. Yeah, and then it went into like a dubby. Yeah, I was I was on the party smarties and I listened to that and I was like, I finally understand Jeremiah Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I understand Jeremiah Ferrari. But in that moment, you you're all overcome sometimes on drugs where you go, yeah. Oh, this is I've been under a, a fault, an illusion. I finally understand the truth for the first time. I need to write it down and then you'll. Uh, I've had experiences where I've like written things down, like I'll remind myself of that in the morning. I can't forget this this truth that I now mm. understand. And then you read it and you're like, what the fuck is this nonsense? Yeah. I mean, that that was probably, that was one of my favourites on the album because I just like the blend of um, the reggae and then the heavy kind of rock on the chorus and then the kind of like trippy aspect. I liked tying all them yeah. together. And I, uh, that was, yeah, that was definitely one of my favourites. There was a um, bunch of bangers back in the day, man. Shall we explain just while we've um, got probably, you know, all the Jera heads in, of which there are a good a Ten. good number. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. There's tattoos out there. There's a baby out there. A baby called Jeremiah. Yeah, um, well, we'll explain the sort of idiosyncratic spelling maybe as well. Um, you know, it's like... Why is it spelt like that in Glorious Bastards? And then there's a little secret meaning behind it. Or is it going to spoil it if we explain it? 
the thing is, I'm not even a hundred percent sure why it's spelt like that. All oh, right, I know. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you why I say that. Okay. It's because I get the name was written on a homemade smoking contraption. Contraption. That's what we'll call it—a contraption. Um, and on it was written by a stoner red, Jeremiah Ferrari. But yeah. it was not spelt like that. No, it wasn't. It had like loads more R's in it. Yeah. So actually, yeah, you're right. I don't know why it's spelt like that, but I, the reason it's spelt wrong is because I, I text someone, I was making this bong just before the contraption. I'm sorry, oh, don't cancel us. <laughs> For saying like drug paraphernalia, it's just fine, it's fine, isn't it? What, this, Jeremiah Frary have smoked a weed. <laughs> um, I, so I text a mate and I was like, give me, give me a name, just, just give me a name. I didn't say what for, but I was, I just wanted to write, because I thought this is, this could be seen as quite a stiggy thing, just like making this little paper tube, that, you know, it we'll, is seen we'll, as quite we'll a all feel thing. like such smackheads. <laughs> so if I write a name on it, it's at least funny then. Mm -hmm. um, so I text her and I was like, Give me a name, and she just put Jeremiah Ferrari spell like that because she just can't fucking spell. So it was like double R, and there's an extra H in there somewhere. Um, so I just wrote that on, and then I think when you were like, "Oh, we'll do it," yeah, we'll we'll have to spell it a bit more appropriately if we're having it as a band name after that. And then you contracted it down, but still spelled it not the way that the it's name right. is spelled. But yeah, we had this little thing, and we used to smoke with that all the time. Mm. Um, and do you remember when we were like, we have to put this thing to bed now, we have to... Do you remember that? Uh, by the way, this thing was a toilet roll tube. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've missed that aspect of it. Well, I, I thought you were like, um, you know, edging around it because it <laughs> sounds so like, you what, what were you doing? An old toilet roll tube. This was a long time ago. This yeah. wasn't like a year ago. So, it, yeah, it had sellotape over the end. Mm -hmm. And then this, like, neon tape around it. Please find the picture. Here it is. Yes! Wow! Um, and, yeah, we would smoke with that. And every single time that we would smoke with it, it would... Jeremiah, the original Jeremiah Ferrari, would select one person from the group and just smite them. Do you remember, like, someone would just pull a whitey every single time. I remember I did it once at Liam Marlin's and we were all, we thought the pizza guy was trying to poison us. Do you remember this? <laughs> oh, yeah, I and do, I, actually, yeah, I yeah. was, like, really laboured breathing. I was like... <laughs> I remember it feeling as if I was oh, yeah, to, like, I do remember it. It felt as oh, if inside me. I was in the, I was in the, uh, the sunken place from Get Out. I just remember everyone leaning over, like, just try and survive, bro. And I was like... It you felt was, like someone was... White. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> it was like really laboured, just figuring out how to survive. Spewed everywhere, obviously. People used to spew in my room and then I would just Stanley knife around oh it on the carpet God, yeah. and whiz it out the window. Um, but yeah, after a while of that, we went, we need to fuck this thing off, man. It's not, it's probably not healthy. It's probably like glue from the sellotape in there. And yeah, I agree. It was probably not healthy at all. Yeah, bad news. And then we kept reusing it, so it's like building up every time. Like, what mindset were we in doing that? That's Dude, insane. You don't remember one time we were like couldn't get weed, and it, we used to do shit like walk for half an hour to pick up 10 quid's worth of weed to share between... Now people just go, you know, on the phone to the dealer or whatever, like, drop me off an ounce. Yeah. And then the guy will go, like, and we used to just walk in the cold, like, all put £2.50 oh, in. Oh, God, yeah. And... Um, what was I going to say then? 
<laughs> yeah, weed's the best, man. What was I talking about? Um, it was it was good times, but yeah. After a while, we thought um, we've got to we've got to get rid of this bong. This is no good. And what we did was we had a, a ceremony. Me, you, and Sutton. Yep, Phil Sutton. Shouts to Phil Sutton. Saying Sutton podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you want? Uh, do you remember anything of the ceremony? It was I- quite. It was quite ritualistic. It's very strange what we did, but um, we basically went to an abandoned house. Yeah. And we had a, um, a ceremony where we we put we put the Jeremiah smoking contraption to bed. Well, we in a ritualistic. We set, we set him on fire. We set him on fire. Yeah, and it was we, very Wicker Man esque, wasn't it? We were playing the music from Re- Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> So imagine that music and we're all, I think we all stood around and we committed to the bit. We all just went like this. And the, this like lick of like colored flame just came up in a spiral between us. And I think we came out of the, because we, we were like, oh, this will be funny. And then we like caught sight that the flame had gone and it gone into like a blue flame or something. And yeah. we, we were like, what the fuck is going on? It was its soul. Yeah, it was like that seemed like a soul did leave mm. it. Very strange. So that was the uh, end of an era. Yeah. And then you guys just thought, oh, we'll have that as an end. That's a cool name for a thing. By the way, um, when we was recording... All double socking it. <laughs> well, we were recording some tunes recently in the studio. And Paddy said to me, got two pairs of socks on, lad. And I go, yeah, I always wear two pairs of socks. I've just always wore two pairs of socks. Explain yourself. Today, I'm actually wearing three pairs of socks somewhere, I think. Dude, what's three? going on? Oh, I thought, yeah, three. And two of the socks are the same. Two of the socks are the same. I just like to fill out a shoe. I don't like to, get shoes I don't like that any fit. looseness in the shoe. You get shoes that fit. Even, but even the shoes that do fit, I still double sock it. I don't know why I'm wearing three today. That's a bit too far. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah Dude, I two, double sock two is day. weird to do every day. I didn't think it was weird until the studio and Paddy said it to me. And now, because you're having a reaction to it. <laughs> It's, it, I don't I know, guess, I feel you know, more comfortable. It's, if it's cold and you wear two pairs of socks, but in summer, you've got two pairs on. Two pairs of socks all the time. Every single day I'll wear two pairs of socks. I mean, say if, my, if I've got some shoes I like, but that, uh, you know, I got half a size too big or whatever, maybe I'll wear a thick sock. Is that considered a thick sock? Or are you, would, would a thicker sock be the thicker tube, than that? The tube socks. I guess, no, no, I mean like a woolen, a, woolen a winter yeah, sock. Yeah. I don't know, I just feel, uh, I feel, feel more confident in two pairs of socks. I don't know what it is. A, a tightness. A tight, a certain tightness. I like to have yeah. my shoes on tight. Yeah. Yeah, I, but then I don't like, t- I don't really like tying them tight. Do you know what I mean? So I don't tie them tight. <laughs> I just put two pairs of socks on. Okay, I got you. So then it feels tight. Yeah, that's fair. That's where I'm at these days. I've got a weird like, oh, I think it's an OCD thing, but I have like an evening out thing where if one shoe is on tight and the other one, like the laces came undone, I have to sit and like tie them and go, it's not quite the same tightness. Okay. And then I, retie I it and yeah. then like, yeah, that's bang on the same tightness. Though. I mean, I'm thinking about going just to a slip-on. Just going to the classic van slip-on. There's just like no... They can't be that tight though. Oh, straight in. Yeah, but you put two pairs of socks on. Or you put three on. You can kind of Dude, work that isn't a shoe tighter if you... Yeah, without the slip-on, you can have a laced shoe. 
this is definitely really boring podcast content. <laughs> <laughs> but we've gone through ceremonies of bongs that we've made. So how many pairs of socks we wear? But yeah, if you've got a lace chute, whack it on and just ah, just really fucking tie it tight. It's too tight. You and you can't even pull it off. A slip on, by definition, is so loose that you can slip it on and off. I like what I'm doing right now. Okay. And I'm thinking of going to the slip-on. Two pairs of socks. I would recommend it for anyone. Rather than tying your shoes Wait, what, too tight. What do you mean by, go, I'm thinking of, you know, jumping ships and going to the slip You mean then the slip-on will be all you wear? Mm-hmm. You're a slip-on guy? Yeah. Like, slip-on. Which, which one's Raz again? That guy that always wears slip-ons. Yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking of doing. After I've kind of seen these trainers out and I've got as much out of them as I can and they might get a little hole in the back like the vans do. Van slip-ons on now. Van slip-ons. Yeah. I like the classic checkered van. Checkered? Mm. Were you a checkered guy in school with the vans? Yeah, I think I was. Because in our school it was either everyone was wearing, you know, Rockports. Oh, we're talking about um, high school? Yeah, yeah. Guess what I had at one point. What did you have? Rockfords. Rockfords. Do you still, you still possess those Rockfords? <laughs> I bet that'd be. I bet you could get something like get it going again. The Rockwoods were so uncool. Yeah, I didn't even try and like. I mean, you remember? So we first met probably when we got to college. Yes. Or, well, I think maybe I'd been to like some gigs in Leo or whatever, so we sort of half knew each other from like. No, I I first seen you in media studies in college. Oh yeah. Yeah, and you was kind of like, you was you was naughty. You were naughty. Yeah. He was kind of like this James Dean-esque character. <laughs> this kind of like rebel, like in, in media, kind of always being disruptive and making witty comments. And, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, that's how I remember you at first. Like, that's cool, man. That's cool, mate. I like that. <laughs> I'll take that. That'll be the... I'm going to put this as a clip. <laughs> but I think, I think you did have the red, um, the red jacket. Maybe that's the James Dean comparison. Yeah, it wasn't actually cool. It was just... <laughs> I've got a jacket. How could I possibly have a leather jacket unless I was cool? Yeah. But I thought maybe we'd met when you were still drumming for Halfway, you know, at like Hogan's or... I don't, I don't remember knowing you then. Well, maybe I'd admired the band from afar or mm. something. But I, I seem to remember it had been like a year prior to that and then we sort of actually came into each other's like um, worlds, <laughs> you know, in college. But um, yeah, in school though... Um, so yeah if I was a rebel in college you can imagine that I wasn't particularly like a fan of conforming in school either so I didn't even attempt to go Rockport or rip it off with the Rockford or whatever I think I had G units on in school right cool (laughs) just white G units (laughs) well I only had the Rockfords I think it wasn't a long you know you get a lot of shit for wearing Rockfords so I I swapped them out for Black Air Force Ones which had a lot more street cred yeah that's yeah I had Nike like basketball sneakers, like high tops in school. Cool. Did you play basketball? Couldn't play basketball. No. Do you know that? You brought this up now. You've asked me <laughs> because you fully you remember. Play ball much? We used to go and play basketball on uh, Pennington Park and uh, Raz would come out and he'd, he'd, he'd be like talking while he's just like dribbling through his legs and shit and he'd just be like, yeah, what about like all you stick me or like... <laughs> <laughs> and then we'd be like, come on, Ryan, don't make well, us. I was obsessed with basketball back then. Yeah, That's you loved I it. Did, really. So there'd be like five of us like just trying to make a human wall or something <laughs> and he'd just be like flying over the top of us like, like 
fucking mic in space chat. Like I invited everyone to Penny Park was just to show off, really. Yeah, it was bad. And you'd, <laughs> you'd like get the shirt off and be like, he's got his shirt off now. Oh, what? Yeah. What? He's he's got become serious. And oh, like, I think your thing was. I I just remember the thing that sold it. Like this is a different level of like competitor. Like because we were all just like. Ding, ding, ding. And you'd be like, not watching. You'd just be like looking away and just, <laughs> you know, just like going round us without looking. We're like, that's not, how can we possibly compete with that? Well, it was a cool thing that like, do you remember when streetball became like yeah, a, a yeah. massive thing? It was huge. It was like a phenomenon at one point, wasn't it? Like doing freestyle basketball and stuff. And I, I really got addicted just to that side of, of basketball. Professor videos. Professor, yeah, yeah, he was sick. But, I really liked that aspect. It's kind of in a way like freestyle, like you know, like battling, rap battling, in the way that the goal is to kind of just humiliate the other guy, really. So you kind of do things like bounce the ball off his head or get it through his legs and bring it back. Around the back of him. Yeah, around the back of him. Or throw it off the backboard and catch it and then lay up. You're just waiting for him to roll his ankle and then then you can sort of take a little lap just walking around while he's on the floor. But I, yeah, I really, I got into that stuff. Just me, me on the floor going, see stones, man, these <laughs> stones on the floor. And it, that's actually one thing I, I look back on from being a kid that I, I miss and I wish I'd have kind of carried on playing basketball because it, it's such a, a good game. I, I mean, to circle back round to like the kid, the whole kid topic, um, Tanya and my, like my missus and I talk about like how we would approach, um, you know, like raising kids and, uh, you know, how much do we want to, go you have to do keyboard lessons or versus like do whatever you like or try and nurture if it is, is interested in in something or whether you can cross the line into like you sort of have to make it do things that you might not want to do like keep going to these lessons because I always wish that I'd been forced to do same so, yeah you know in terms of like getting Sonny to play basketball or getting you know kid number two to you know play an instrument or something obviously yeah I mean obviously it's not something I'd force Force him to do. I think what I want to do is expose him to different things. Maybe get him a drum kit one year, see how he how he feels that out, see what he's kind of drawn to, and then yeah. when he is drawn to it, try and encourage practice. Yeah. Because that's one thing I've really looked back on. I thought, ah, fucking hell, I should have been practicing. I should have been practicing singing, because if I'd have started solidly practicing singing when I was fifteen, where could I be now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's you could like probably have gone on really X Factor, couldn't you? I could have been on, on yeah, I could, have, I could have been on X Factor. <laughs> Which people tell you all the time when you're a singer. I know, dude. Oh, like, I, I don't even front, I've never really like fronted a band or anything. Like, I've just sort of messed about and stuff. And even if I'm at jam night, people come up and go, have you thought about going on X Factor? And you say, oh, I didn't. Yeah, oh, is that the ticket to success? We did a little, I think we had two practices as a band one time. Do you remember it? Me and you. Yeah, it was you on drums, Foxy on bass, and Zach on guitar, and we stopped doing it because I think Zach didn't turn up to practice or something. Was that in college? I think so, yeah. <laughs> so don't remember any of it. I don't remember. We, but we practiced that sound loft in that in the the first room, you know, as no you go way. as you go in, in, there's like a little. I wish I could remember that. I honestly have no recollection co- of that. Covers. It was covers. Yeah. So we played like um, I think we played a Chili's song. It may have been Scar Tissue. I'm not sure. Some Kings of Leon or something. I can't. I can't remember. Oh really? Yeah. Just yeah, all the, all them. Sex on fire. No, it would have been like Molly's Chambers. A cool. Or Bucket or something. Molly's Chambers. That's a great song. But Sex on Fire, I have terrible memories of. 
<laughs> because being in a in a cover band I was in half a band called Halfway to Victory. Yeah. And we did a lot of Kings of Leon, Green Day, yeah, Sex Pistols. But Sex on Fire was like that was our big tune. That was like our closer. Yeah. Yeah. And people would be like on tables and shit. Like people used to love that song. And Monkey Man used to go off as well. Fucking Monkey Man still goes off now. Do you play Monkey Man still? Yeah. It's ah, oh, it's like there's, a magic. There's no song. shame in it, Ryan. I like it. I, I do like Monkey. I like I like them Toots and the Metal songs. I 54. love them. And they, they never seem old to me, but I know that. It's, Do you remember it's when you used to go, to start give it to me 96 times and then everyone in the pub would go, one, two, three. <laughs> yeah, because the band would hate me for that. <laughs> Whatever number you'd say, yeah. they'd just be like, fuck you and just start like, playing. Like counting like that. And then they'd lose it and go, and then they'd just be stuck in it. And then we've kind of got, got four more times and then we'll come back in. But you used to throw little curveballs every, it'd be a different one every time you'd be like, give it to me 13 and a half times. Yeah. They'd have to come I, I in like on the it. aspect of throwing something at the band though and them having to just, yeah, you fun. know, keep them on the toes, man. I like I that. used to get up, do you remember on, um, you do 99 Red Balloons. I do the German like, bit. Here's, here's my German friend <laughs> and you just present me as like, this is a guy from Germany and I'd do the German bit. Yeah. I mean, it was it was fun doing them, them cover gigs, really. It's so easy doing you cover do, gigs. So you don't do many covers now? In, this, in the set, we might throw one or two. I like to do, I like to do a cover. I don't think there's any... Shaming it, I like putting an influence out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think because people associate covers with bands pandering to a, a lay crowd and doing and jukeboxing whatever's like, you know, Mr. Brightside and stuff like mm. that. Whereas I think you'll be throwing in a different genre of cover in there. So it, yeah, it was crazy. Like one of my favourites that we did was um, Kosh Eyes by Soundgarden. Oh. Chalk ice. Chalk ice. Wang dim bang dim. Wang dim boom. We just had like um, oh, dude, a reggae on it. You used to play um, Children. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. So And you would open the second set with it and it would be how the band would tell you to get in from outside yeah, or yeah. finish your drink or whatever. Yeah. And you just hear... Hans and Octave in it. And then you'd be like, oh shit, look. And then yeah, like, yeah. run back inside. And then yeah. they go half time. I'd go, Stu, do it, lad. And you go... That was a long time ago, that, wasn't it? Simpler times. Yeah. We always like, um, we, I really liked doing 5446 by yeah. Tips and That was in for a while. But um, I loved that because they're like one of my. Didn't you fuck ones. around with doing a weekend cover in the past like year or so? Oh, yeah, we did a, a version of Blinding Lights. I mean, in the lockdown, we were doing a lot of, um, in the second lockdown, we did like a lot of covers, yeah. did, like a lot of videos. And um, yeah, the Blinding Lights by the weekend was probably the most popular one that we did. Got quite got a really good response but um, that along with 1975's Chocolate that also did quite mm. well um, um, I need to have a, a wee real quick I need a wee really bad shall we wee it up yeah. nice Kalimba yeah can you can you play anything on it no I, <laughs> you should be able I've, to I've learned, on the table I've learnt two things and then after I've like not played it for a couple of days and it just goes <laughs> what? yeah that's cool yeah because I feel like if it's going to be out on the table I feel like you're going to get it quite a bit like you have a kalimba like you play you play kalimba bro no one's ever oh really people go oh what's that and I go kalimba and then they just sort of paw at it a little bit and then that's the end of that real I can't imagine going in someone's room John, and Johnny bought me that 
Did it? Just as a present, yeah. I would assume you just... Well, it's tuned, so you can just sort of piss about on it and it all works. Yeah, because like, you see some of them on, when you're on holiday or something in Spain. Like, they're not um, tuned, are they? No, that's a, that's like a good them. one. But this is a... Great I thought it'd be more lame if I could, if I started to learn it and knew how to play it, I would move it off the table. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, come on, can you play it? <clears throat> do you know what I mean? That's literally that, what that's you do. You've learned songs on it, though. Well, I've tried to learn a couple of tunes and then not, not managed it. And that's in the blue box is the ocarina from the from the theme show, uh, from the theme. Like the... That's Zelda, right? That? Yeah, yeah. See, I was never a Zelda guy. Um, but yeah, there it is. Ramsel bought me that. That's when Ramsel. Yeah, I just Not a Zelda guy, but I was a fan of the old Nintendo 64. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Snowboard Kids, can't say I played this one. But I did have a snowboard game, I think it was called 1080. That was a classic. Yeah, I remember it. On uh, the N64. Yeah, I can't play this either. It's just a joke. I can, oh, right. can obviously <laughs> play a game. <laughs> yeah, where were we? We were chatting about. We were talking about, um, we were talking about music. Covers that you like to do. Did a lot of covers yeah. in lockdown. And yeah, they did cool. And then I kind of did some on my own as well. Stuck some of them out. Um, I tried, I listened to it and I don't think I did it. Well, I know I didn't do it justice. Just because the original is by Bobby McFerrin. Oh yes. Who is like, he's one of my all time favorite singers. Yeah. Should we chat about McFerrin? Let's talk about Bobby McFerrin because cause no one else knows him. Don't really? you love blowing people's minds and showing them McFerrin? Like maybe doing Drive at the Jazz Festival or something. Mm-hmm. He's going... And then he does the bit where he harmonises with himself. Unreal. And he's like... So he's like, well, he's making a sound, a bass sound there in his throat. Yeah. Well, so kind I think of he's basically just going... through his mouth. Like the snacky puppy singer. Sort yeah, of. The, the lady does it, doesn't she? She does yeah. it really cool. But um, yeah, talking about showing people Bobby McFerrin, I did that the other day to a lady at work. I was like, watch this guy sing, he's very good. She didn't like it? She, she appreciated it. Okay. I've shown her, um, he does a, a song by, I think she's called Joan Armour Trading. Um, he covered a song called Opportunity. Um, Opportunity. Your favorite McFerrin album is um, Spontaneous Inventions, is yes. it? Yes. Have, have you listened to it? Yeah, but I'm just going to remind myself of the tunes of it. I obviously know it, but I just need to Google it anyway. <laughs> yeah, totally. But it's kind of one of them. It's not, um, it's not multi-tracked. It's one that he just did live. It's like yeah. a one-man thing, so. Mm, baby, I'm thinking about somebody. Oh, baby, I'm thinking about your face. Love that shit. Um, I felt like you went to harmonise with me and then I lost my pitch. I felt like I just came in off key. All right. That's why I quickly stopped. Well, I can't sing anymore because your, your drummer <laughs> twisted my head off <laughs> and permanently ruined my life. No, that's a joke. It's a joke. That's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, no, but yeah, I can't. I used to... You need to learn some guillotine defence. <laughs> Dude, what happened was, I, I tell this story all the time, people are fucking bored of hearing it, but I guess because it's the people watching will be Jeremiah fans and the drummer... Paddy, it's about him. But um, yeah, I was like at a local MMA event, you know, like uh, just where amateur, well, not amateurs, maybe, yeah, it would have been some, like largely amateurs fighting. And so the fighting was in the air. And then, and I'm just like, Love that song. Y- you know what I'm like when I'm hammered anyway? I'm just like, come on, let's fucking throw heel hooks on each other. Yeah, man. 
That's awesome. But with no training as well, ridiculous. <laughs> like you'll probably know even more now that that is not what you should be doing because you've trained now. But um, yeah, I was just like, come on, yeah, what have you got? You got nothing, you're a little bitch. And he's like, no, don't make me do it. Like, cause he's like a purple belt. And I think it's, it must be annoying as well if you're a smaller guy and a bigger guy. Cause I could like, that, it's not me saying I'm hard or anything. Like I could accidentally hurt a smaller guy just cause I'm heavier. Mm -hmm. Like that's just, no matter whether you're hard or not, if you're just drunk and like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. someone could fall or, do you know what I mean? So I was like smacking him and going like, you've got nothing. And then I shot. poking the bear. I just did a blast double on him. And he was like, all right. And just. Yeah. Just popped it on probably. And then there's a point where I should have tapped as well, where I was like, and I felt like, oh no. And it's where the levels of experience are so mismatched as well that it was weird. It must have been weird for him to have someone so confident with so little knowledge yeah like so little talent because he'll be used to at least white belts maybe if he has to roll with white belts just like oh roll with them for a bit they at least know not to do any of the things i was doing you know and not leave it <laughs> yeah so you was you was probably doing like just all the the worst possible things. things yeah so in in his defense he's probably never even had to roll with someone so shit before do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then and i was like didn't tap where I should have tapped just because I'm used to rolling with all my mates who none of us know what we're doing. So I, I normally like get the better of because we're all just What's shit. the strength out of it of some, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I mean, that. you yeah. roll, I just squeeze heads. That's yeah. my move in it. Like I just grab someone's head and just squeeze it and they go, <laughs> ah, and they tap. <laughs> <My temples. laughs> so I, I thought, oh, I can get out of this. I'll just flex my neck and I'll break his arms. Like, yeah. So he got me and I went, and I still tried and I was trying to do a move that I'd done on Johnny before where Johnny got me in the exact same position when I was I went out visiting him in in the Caribbean Johnny flew me out to the Caribbean wow because he was like I fancy you coming out here um, and we were like rolling on the top deck of this thing and he got me in the exact same position so he's on his back um, and I've got my head through his under his arm and he's got me in a guillotine and he's got his legs wrapped round and fucking locked and I was like what do I do here so with Johnny, all I did was I crawled up and just put my knees in his in his chest. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah. and I just put all my weight down on just that one point in his solar plexus and just pulled him to me. So I was just like crushing his ribs and he had to let go. So I was going to do the same with Paddy, but Paddy's like that is some day one action <laughs> right there. So he just locked it in deeper. He was just like, I'll stop him doing this to me forever. And again, in his defence, I really want to stress that he's not like. The guy, you know, uh, his hands are deadly weapons registered. Like, he was just doing what anyone in his position would have done. Yeah. And I got a freak accident off it. Definitely a freak accident. No one's ever mm. heard of anything like that. No. I didn't do any favours to myself because immediately after, because uh, I went, after the second time he cranked it, I went, oh, God. Oh, and all blood came out. Did blood come <laughs> blood out? Blood came out. And I was like, ah. Oh. And he, you're like, you can ask him, my voice changed immediately. I was like, Oh, oh Christ. Good job, lad. Good job. And I was a little bit annoyed. Like, well, oops. I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to... I was about to start doing the podcast soon and like, I'm not going to be able to... Like, I was like, hopefully it's not going to make my voice. Like, And I thought, well, the way to cure these woes is I'll just get hammered and go to Lee Vegas. Mm. So we went That out, night, you mean? Yeah, immediately after. So Paddy went home and I just went out and I was just like in Lee and Stella just going like, and I got two of the master's place. <laughs> and just smoking and screaming and shit. <laughs> and then that definitely won't have helped. And then I, I got bad like advice from, you know, NHS 
like ear, nose and therapy thing. Like, well, you can never complain about the health. I, I never complain about the NHS because it's all free. It's like, go private then if you don't want free healthcare. I don't even, maybe it's underfunded, understaffed 100%, but you can't be like, oh, I can't believe I had to mm. wait five hours. It's like, was yeah. it free? But, but what, what advice did they give you? Um, well, they were like, just do vocal rest. I was like, oh, sweet. So I'll just like whisper in that sweet, sweet, sweet. So they were just like, yeah, in three weeks, it'll be cool. And I went back in after three weeks. I was like, I can't, I still can't. And then the guy, I saw a different guy and he went, um, have you been not speaking? I went, yeah, I've just been like whispering and stuff. He was like, oh, don't whisper. Yeah. Whisper's worse. And I was like, oh, cool. So, well, thanks for telling me originally. Um, so where are you at with it now? Is it gonna, it's not going to ever go back to normal? Well, I just sound... This is how people sound in it. I've not got a weird voice. I, for a few months, I was like, yeah, all right, how you doing, kid? You, you, sound, you sound better today than you did when I saw you yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think because I was like shouting yesterday because we were shooting. So I was like having to shout over the playback and yeah. stuff. But, but I also kind of think like, what did your voice sound before? Like it's got to the point where it's been so long. I struggle to remember what your voice sounded I'll, like. I'll play before. a recording of it and you'll go, oh, whoa, you sounded like a little bitch. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds really weird to listen back to now, but yeah, I just won't be able to like sing, but I'm, yeah. I'm over that now. The range is, is has the range gone? The the range is really radically diminished. So there's a good like two octaves off. Like we used to always sing at jam night and mm. whatever, or, like go and sing at Hannah Kid's house and I'll have a jam or whatever. So you, like you you're aware probably of what my voice sounds like. All the top end is gone. Um, Sorry to like um, hijack your episode with my like story. <laughs> I'm <on>. interested <laughs> in this. But um, yeah, and that's the easy part to explain to people. Like top ends all gone. There's a few notes from the bottom that actually gone as well. And people go, oh yeah, I understand that. Um, but the part that's difficult to explain to and not to people that aren't vocalists is the control is destroyed as well. So there's no dexterity even to do like runs. It's all dead sloppy. The pitching is off. So if I try and hit a note, I go for where I think it is and I'll be flat and I'm right. like, what the fuck's going on here? And then a really big one, and this happens for speech as well, is breath control. Because the, the vocal cords aren't coming together. It's a, bit, it's a bit more breathy like that. So the air's just flying through. So I run out of breath really quick. Right. So I'll be singing, I'll go, whoa, that's ah. weird. Because there's just air flying through my vocal cords. It sucks, but like you say, it was like, it really is a freak thing. Yeah, and I mean, it serves me right as well. Uh, until then, I'd never had picked on the wrong guy and got, you know, my jaw broken or fell, like, I easily at any one of the t parties that we've had could have smashed my head and got, like, a skull fracture. Or, like, there's so many times that all of us probably should have been injured, but I was, like, the instigator for a lot of it, and I'm just not I'm just not going to do it anymore, even though I've done it since. Yeah, I was going to say, you've done it since. I'm sure there's a video, isn't there, of us at Tom Ryland's last party? Yeah. And I think we were annoying people at that party, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like that's why I, um, I didn't catch an invite for, you know, the New Year's Day party. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Johnny don't want me ruining a, her actual house. I don't know. But it's fun. I mean, I've always been that guy too. Yeah, and it was more control. It wasn't just like spilling no, over tables. Like it, it, it was me going, so where should I put my weight here? I was like learning from you. Mm. I was going, so if I grab, my instinct is to grab my heel there, but I shouldn't do that. And you went, no, no, you need to keep your, keep it tight. And I was like, right. And I just felt like you were teaching me. We weren't fucking going for it. Because we can't, we're not, I think we were on a level before you ever trained. And now it's, that's no longer true. So now it's just like, oh, teach me some stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And we were having fun. And when I think about it, to me, it seemed like we were only doing it for like 15 minutes. 
But I remember getting into it, doing a bit of rolling, and it was like two hours had passed. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, we've not really, it, not really socialised at this party. I, I can't, un- I, it, to me, I'm like, how have I not even started to go and officially train jujitsu yet? So you love it, and, and you went, yeah, I'm going to do this, and I've been doing it for years, and like coming up the ranks or whatever. I just... I love it. You know that we all, like the crew that love it when we're at parties just doing jujitsu. Why have I not started training? I don't know. Because that's kind of like, that was my feeling too. I mean, I've been training since, I think it's a, I think it was January 2019, maybe, started. Um, but I wanted to do it for ages. I've just not done it. But, and like we were saying before, you have this like mindset as you get older. You go, oh, I wish I'd have started that like, years ago. Imagine and how you didn't want to let it get any further. Yeah, exactly. So I just thought, even though I'm 20, 28 now, something I want to do. I'm not going to be a fucking world beater. Obviously, that's yeah. not the the point of. But the do you feel yet. more equipped to like handle yourself in an altercation mm. now? Undoubtedly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I I've um, second guessed myself a little. I'm like, I think if I. Because you must get guys who've only just started training and then they're like trying to like, let, let me get you in a choke, let's see if you can get out of it, you know, all that. And I think there's some risk I might become that guy because I'm already so keen. And if I start getting, you know, thing weapons in my arsenal, I'll, I'll be like tr- trigger happy. Even more of an annoyance at parties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right now I've got a good excuse now like, oh, I don't want to get hurt again. Let's not do it. But if I'm training, I'll be like, I'm a white belt, but I reckon I can tap you. Let's go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you quickly get humbled with that mindset. Yeah, yeah. Because rolling with, like, even with Paddy, brought up Paddy before, he's, uh, I think he's close to being a brown belt. Do your though. fans know Paddy and Sykes yet? Or are they not acquainted? I don't, we've not them? really released much with them on. I think, like, pictures and stuff, but video wise, they're not on much, so. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. How but yeah, um, I mean, before you continue with what you were going to say about Paddy and getting humbled and all that, because I'm sure like you've rolled with him. Um, two new band members, um, so relatively new, but mm-hmm. that they've been in a, a band together before and, and they're sort of coming from a different background, genre-wise. So they're sort of bringing a new flavour and, and I feel like it's a new, um, a new, I don't know, breath of life for. For, yeah. the, for the Rari, do you know what I mean? Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's new influences coming in. Um, I mean, they came from a band called Betrayus, which... Which is what it sounds like. It yeah, I, I think, I, uh, not great with genres, but I think it's like death metal. Do you know? You probably know. I don't even know. I think, it's like, I think it's like death metal, like thrash metal as well. It's um, like... I think so, I like think that. that kind of thing, yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, sick, yeah. They, were, they were sick. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they used to be in a band together and now they're in Jeremiah Ferrari, but we're not necessarily doing that kind of style. No. But we're kind of definitely bringing more of a rock aspect in this, in the new songs that we're bringing out. Really want to, I want to kind of experiment a bit more with heavier sounds, to be honest with you, because I'm, I'm into quite a lot of heavy music um, and I want to bring that influence in more. And I feel like I can be more creative when we're a bit more experimental. Yeah, um, you can draw on your influences, which you might not have been able to if you felt like it. This it can't be in this project; mm-hmm. it's too heavy. Yeah. But um, what bands are you talking about? Well, one of my favourite bands is Faith No More. Oh yeah. Um, probably we're talking about vocalist, favourite vocalist before Mike Patton is probably. Are my you most are you a favorite. Mr Bungle guy? I've delved in. I like Mr Bungle. I like I like him, but Faith No More is the band that I'm. Yeah. Proper into super versatile. He's somewhat, sort of like the Bobby McFerrin of that genre. He's got a similar approach to 
So yeah. Bobby McFerrin, like Bobby McFerrin and Mike Pan, they don't oh, really want to be. Dude, that reminds me. We didn't even <laughs> list off some of the tunes. There's been a few things that we've brought up and then just kind of dropped instantly. Oh, and then... How does From Me To You go? It's like, we know from me to you. I got everything that you want. Yeah. Yeah, there's some bangers on there. Mm-hmm. But it's all about, um, speaking of bangers, Bang Zoom. That is. You like Bang Zoom? That was a later be, one, wasn't it? It's got like 95, I think it came out. But all, all tunes, man. What's he got on it? Uh, Friends? It's got Bang Zoom Friends, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a lovely song Friends is, man. And to be with friends. Has he got Moon Dance? Moon Dance on that one? No. It's oh, got. That's um, great, that version. Freedom is a voice. Yeah. It's got the. <laughs> It's got Heaven's Design, which is lovely as well. What's that one go like? Just came home to your letter. It comes as no surprise. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember that one. My better half. If I I heard it, that's not one of my... I like the album. I remember Friends on it. I can't remember everything on it. Um, But I kind of like the ones when he's doing more... Simple Pleasures, I think, is a fucking excellent album. Let's get it. He's literally doing... There's no instruments on it. This is so voice. niche, though. It's Lips, so niche. It's just you and me that would It's know. only you I can talk about it with, though. And Johnny. Johnny Yule as well. Johnny Yule. Nice Shouts, Johnny Yule, man. But I feel like people don't know how good... Don't Bobby worry, Be Happy was on Simple Pleasures. Mm-hmm. But like, all I want, all I want. And um, Good Loving. You. <laughs> yeah, Good Loving's on good there. Good love. <laughs> Suzy Q. I love Suzy Yeah, all bangers, man. Well, um... Is it Drive oh, on that? Yeah, Drive is, uh, yeah, that's on there. Sunshine of Your Love he does at the end. I don't like that one. Yeah, it, it, I think he was like, oh, I'll be like the Police Academy guy. Mm. And I was like, don't do that. No. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> He's super cool. Have you seen interviews? Yeah, you? I watch interviews with him. Um, there's one that he does on, it's like a radio show. Um, and the interviewer was like, so how do you just come on stage and you just start improvising? Because that's what he does. He, he comes on stage and he doesn't start with a tune that is in his back catalogue. He will just open his mouth and just start improvising. Yeah. We'll do that for the first two songs. And you might think, oh, I bet that's shit because you've seen videos of other people that are trying to be what Bobby McFerrin is. Like you'll see pictures of just people going, I'm videos on my phone of me. Meme videos and shit. But it's when he starts to play, do improving with world-class classical Ooh, musicians. So good. Richard Bonner. Yeah. Or, mm. you know, Yo-Yo Ma, Jikaria, mm. all these people. And and you can see they're like buzzing and, and he's throwing shapes at them that they're into. And then you're thinking, what the fuck is this guy where any musician on the planet is like, oh, I'm vibing with... Yeah. And he, and he chooses what sort of instrument, what voice he's... Like such good musical knowledge he must have to just be able to recreate different instruments like that and... That's the same with Mike Patton, like, they don't always, um, I mean, I think there's like singers and there's vocalists. Yeah. There's like Mariah Carey, who I love. I love Mariah Carey. I love Heartbreaker. Is that what it's called? You got the best of me. (laughs) Great tune. Oh, wow. I I love Mariah Carey's vocal, but I would see her as more, I would call her more a singer. She's kind of front and centre, you know, the the focus is on her vocal. but then you have singers like Mike Patton. Where it's, it's sometimes doing things in the background and making atmospheric noises and percussive sounds. Yeah. That's more of a vocalist, I, I would say. Yeah, 100%. Um, Bob McFerrin, Michael Jackson, he's kind of in between there. Michael Jackson is the front and centre. But, but he'll he go percussive. Yeah, and beatboxing. Yeah. 
Come on. Who's bad? Yeah, there was a track I was listening to the other day called Stranger in you've got Moscow. Some, you've got some MJ about your vocals, I think. Oh, that was like the first artist I got into, like being fucking young, I remember watching. I had like a, it was called History, and it was a collection of all, this is like a greatest hits on VHS, and I just used to watch that multiple times a day. Just drink it in and absorb oh, it. Right. I loved it, I loved it. it was, oh, the videos, the music, even now I listen to the music and I go, these songs, holy shit, they're good. If only you didn't bum children. That's the thing. <laughs> the songs are almost so good that you forgive it. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 kind of separate, I kind of separate the man from music because I don't. I don't know what he. I don't know what he did. I can't make my mind up on it. Yeah. If he did or didn't. Right now he's Schrodinger's nonce, isn't he? I think. I think so because it was a documentary, wasn't there? Of two guys that came out saying that. He like lit the bum or something like that. <laughs> he looked deep into their anuses. <laughs> but I don't know. At the time, I watched that documentary and I was like, "These guys, man, I believe see- it." No, I believed oh, it. Okay, because some people like, like you can tell they're lying. Well, over time, I think I don't think it's I bought, true. I fully bought into it mm. when when they were saying it. I was like, "How could how could they say it with such conviction if it wasn't true?" But people can be good liars, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I was reading about. He's been taken to court twice, I think, over sexual abuse allegations. But I think what Both we know... Both times gone to a trial. No, but no, what we know guilty. for certain is that he was a weird cunt, though. He was a strange he, guy, he, but most child He definitely slept in bed with children. He did. He, gonna, he, he de- no, he definitely did that. If he sleeps in bed with Sonny, you're like, ah, oh, you know, he's not weird, he's all good. Mm, you know oh, that, I mean? that, obviously. You burn his house down. I never allow. <laughs> yeah, you know he was mean? weird. But that's the thing. Was he just... Was he overly... Kind to children. Yeah, he's just super weird. And yeah. he, he was a kid in his soul. Which is still seems a bit wrong to me that he was letting children sleep in his bed. But what if there wasn't a sexual element there? Yeah. I don't know. I just And I if just he was know. a kid in his soul, you couldn't be you, they won't be told kids either, will he? Like, Michael, you can't do this, it's bad. He'd be like, but it's innocent. Do you know mm. what I mean? You wouldn't be like, okay, yeah, I get how this looks, I won't do it then. That's not what a kid would do. A kid would just be like, but it's so fun to have a sleepover with yeah. my buddies. Yeah. I don't know, but he was knocking broads up, so he's not I think fully a kid. Show on it, I don't know. Oh, they weren't real children. <laughs> real children. But um, I think he's like marriages and relationships that he had with women. I think they were you think he's still alive? media. Like, I think they were for the media. Do I think he's dead as fuck, mate? <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, the music, the art of the guy, I can't not like it. I love it. Why don't we rap? And but say some of the things uh, that Jeremiah are going to be bringing out. Some of the things that fans can expect. I could talk to you all day, man. But um, I got shit to do. Yeah, I got shit to do. <laughs> got to edit all your shit. Mhm. Yeah. Do you want to say some stuff that's coming out? Uh, if there is any, have you got some plans for like what's going on with this year? Yeah. I mean, we're just we're just planning on. We've recorded. We've been in the studio recently. Recorded a few tunes that we're really proud of. Like. These are like my favourite tunes that we've ever done. Because the band, man, it's vibing at the moment. It's uh, kind of a bit of a new sound, a more energetic sound, a bit a bit more, I don't know. All the, There's a lot of creativity happening and um, I'm really enjoying it. So, yeah, we're going to be releasing some, some new music very soon. There's already one out. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we released... Cosmic um, Rays. Cosmic Rays. Made me cross the street the other day. That's what it goes like. And that's out now. You can see the video now. That's not really what it goes like, by the way. (laughs) I don't want to misrepresent. It's a tune. It's a banger. 
certified ice cold banger. There we are. It's been a pleasure to finally do it, man. Was that okay? Yeah, 100%. Was that okay for you? Say it in the comments <laughs> below. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Have um, you ever said that? I would never say smash that. <laughs> well, I've said it now, obviously, but as a joke. I'd like to quickly ask you just like what podcast you're into as a podcast guy. Oh, yeah, okay. What podcast are you into? I listen to a bunch of MMA podcasts. Mm. So I'm listening to Jack Slack, Luke Thomas. Luke um, Thomas, yeah. Luke Thomas is cool. You know, Submission Radio, Full Reptile shit. I remember asking you one time, I was like, you know, you can look at how how much YouTube you watch. We were at a Oh, party. should we do that now? Yeah, yeah. And I remember going, because I thought I watched so much YouTube. And I was like, like, get it out. I, want, I wanted to show how much mine was. I was like, let's see what an average one is. And I thought you'd be like oh 45 minutes a day or something <laughs> can you see where it is oh it's on time watched right yeah uh, are we doing what we're we doing last seven days yeah so today i've watched 20 minutes i bummed you on that go on what is it one hour four minutes and last seven days how much have you watched what do you think do you I, think you do you think I'm you're gonna beat me i'm on 12 hours and i watch i feel like i watch loads of youtube <sighs> you beat me this time yeah <laughs> yes 12 hours oh i'm slacking what is it? Eight hours 41. Because at this party, I was like, wow, I'm on like 15 hours. And I was like, how much? You, and you, it was like 27 hours yeah, or something. Yeah, and, I, you I were, can tell you why. But you weren't even like, no, trust me, I'll have won. You were like, oh, really? Like, you just, it, it seemed like an average week for you. It was. But recently, my YouTube time has gone down. And it's because I've subscribed to a podcast that I really like on Patreon. Oh, so you switched off So I'm YouTube. watching Tuesdays with, Tuesdays with Friends. Stories. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. know why I said friends. <laughs> Mark Norman and Mark Norman and Joe List. Tuesdays with Stories is like my favourite podcast. Yeah, man. Sick, it's man. so funny. So I subscribe to that and I'm just on Patreon. All the I time. think I do something similar, which is I download videos. So, like, say, for example, I it's not a podcast, but there's a channel called Stora, uh, like free running guys. And I just like absolutely abuse their chat, just like all the time I'm watching their shit. But I download it so I can just watch it anywhere mm. without having to go on my date. And I do that with a lot of podcasts as well. Like say if it's Sam Harris's podcast, then I want to listen while I'm at the gym or something. I won't be relying on Wi-Fi and shit. I'll just, yeah, yeah. I'll download it. I'll have a session where I just sit, download loads of stuff. So, so that doesn't clock up your time. But um, yeah, Sam Harris's one. Bad Friends, one of Bad my favourite. Bad Friends is cool. I particularly like the, uh, my favourite episode is the Rick Glassman one. Yeah, I like Glassman. Right, I don't so listen fun. to Glassman's actual pod, but... Yeah, I, I like Rick Glassman's podcast. Um, I've not listened to it. I like the style recently. of it, though. Yeah. Because the edit's just cut, and then they're just 69 and over in oh, the corner. So good. Yeah. Should we cut, and then we're just, like, rolling? <laughs> yeah, just gre greased up. <laughs> um, noisy Radio. Noisier Radio, or Vision Radio, is, is the podcast now. So there's a, a dance... It's like dance music, so... Electronic dance. Really? What's, what's up with that? I just well, didn't expect that. Well, maybe I'm um, using the wrong word. And you're like, Dan dancing? <laughs> yeah. so drum and bass. And like future bass, dubstep, shit like that. Okay, cool dance. Yeah. Yeah. So I listen to every week they'll have... When people say dance music, Matt, my mind goes to like... A, dance hall. Um, Saturday night. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Disco shit. Yeah. No, it's like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, a little mashup at the end. Um, so I listen to their shit because that's just that's good to just listen to for like working out. So I'm for home workouts now. Home workouts. Home workouts. You do home workouts, don't you? Whew, this lockdown has been bad for me. I've always been addicted to fitness. Yeah, because this lockdown has been because you're wearing nothing. baggy shit, but you've actually got 
utterly wham. Not a anymore. Few, a few years ago. I wear baggy shit now because used I'm to be, skinny. Used to be a skinny guy. Mm-hmm. And like, like you were just notably sort of athletic, but skinny. Mm. And then I don't know what happened over like two years. I, I just I remember seeing you one time going, what the fucking hell's happened to you? And you'd just be like, I've been on horse growth hormone or something. <laughs> drink- Not on horse growth, horse hormone. I've, I've been bro. drinking shark blood. Or <laughs> what, what happened? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I started hitting the gym, I guess. I, what, I just started hitting the gym. I hit the gym. I, I'll go to the but gym. I, like- I came like quite, I don't know. I, came, I became quite addicted to it, really. Um, I, I'll go to the gym five or six days a week and had some muscle on me and then you were just like walking around like I can't move I can't fully extend my arm no more <laughs> what was going yeah, on I don't know I mean so it's, it's recently I kind of I got I got my heaviest in the you know there's just before, when the, the he- gym is he- the last heavy open. good or heavy bad no, yeah, like got, I got to like 84 kilograms, so, yeah, which is the make, heaviest I've ever done. We should make the distinction, like girls, are like, oh, I need to lose some weight. But guys, if you get out of shape, you like, need to put some weight back on. Like, mm. It's about like, oh, I'm nice and heavy now. Oh, yeah. For, well, for guys that want to be tonk, do you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. other little svelte yoga guys don't want that. I got to like 84 what's, kilograms. What's that in English? Pretty good. No, I only know, I only know kilograms. Let, let's guess what it is. 84, I'm going to say it's 12 stone through, five. 12 stone five. Maybe. 84 kg. Mm. 13.2 stone. Woo! That's a big boy. So you're, you're like 5'10. 5'9. 5'9'10. I wanted to say yeah when he said 5'10. Just nine. accept it, man. We'll cut out where you've corrected me. Mm. But yeah, I that's mean, big. that was a lot because, like, I'm probably about 79 now and I'm, go, I'm still going down, you know, because I'm not going to the gym. But I've been very light. I competed in a jiu jitsu tournament. And did you cut for it? I cut for it and I got, I was, I competed at, 76 kilograms. It's pretty lean muscle anyway. What, like how did you, you had to do a proper professional cut? Like water loading and... Mm, I just, I mean, no, I didn't, wasn't that, that pro. I mean, just I just- slam, um, slam cardio for a minute. I, did, I just cut my calories, intermittent fasting. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I was still working out. Mostly just diet, I just cut it through diet. But yeah, for home workouts, I'm doing um, like, I'll do my normal, I have what I call the okie-cokie workout. So I have an in-day, an out-day, and a shake-it-all-about day. So I do, like, pull-ups and, like, curls with, like, a step ladder and a bag with, like, bottles of water in the bag, and I'm, like, curling that. An out-day where I'm doing press-ups. I'm doing, like, inverted press-ups and, like, handstand press-ups and dips. And then shake-it-all-about day, I go down to the park, and I'm doing, like jumps onto the bench and like sprints and going down the slide cartwheels and shit yeah just, <laughs> just messing about um but then for like rest days because I'll, I'll give it a couple of days before i'd start doing any, any of those groups again i'll do i'll just dance i'll just put on tunes and just fucking dance to for it for real yeah i love it, it well, in the living room yeah wow what yeah. kind of dancing just like if you're at a rave and you and you're dancing so that's cool man. i mean you just, you just break a sweat just dancing yeah nice yeah sometimes i'll dance sort of down the street like I'll be running and like just like fucking throwing shapes and dancing or have like maybe it's like metal and then you can proper like I don't know because there's builds in metal as well which is what you need from dance music where there's like you know relaxing segments and then it will build to a drop and you can hit it hard in the drop that's cool man yeah close the blinds obviously so people aren't like the fuck's that Jesus looking guy (laughs) doing yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, that sounds like more than what I'm doing in this lockdown. I thought you were skipping. I thought you got into skipping. Got into skipping in the last lockdown. I got into running in the last lockdown. I did two half marathons. Horrible. 
Um, and, I, and I don't want to do that again. So I'm not running ever again, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I got some resistance bands, but I hate them. Just can't work out with the resistance yeah. band. You can't build muscle with a resistance band, so that was a waste of you can, you can body weight it at home, I think, for sure. It's just hard. I, I just don't like working out at home. There's too many... The heating's on, for a start. Yeah, so I, I get hot. Too hot. Um, and I don't know. There's too many distractions about especially when you've got a kid. Yeah. And running's super boring when you have to, like, run outside. Like, even... So you can put, like, a podcast on and run, but jogging I find really boring. So what I'll do is I'm, I'm jogging real slow or walking, and then I'll just sprint mm. for, like... A minute or two minutes just run my fastest and then i'll just relax while i'm just like <gasps> just like as i as my heart rate comes back down and then i'll just sprint again and i find that i can just do that almost indefinitely because it's so in there's these intense highs where it's just having to summon the will to just keep at this like slow grind I well hate it. yeah the reason i started doing it is because i got into david goggins yeah. <laughs> and listening to david goggins makes you want to fucking get up and do something so yeah. i just ran I just ran. I mean, and I, I, I ran too far too fast right. because it was, it was a horrible experience. It really was. I wasn't fit enough to do a half marathon when I yeah. did it. Um, and I was injured for days and I felt like Your calves. Calves, hips, just everything hurt. Knees Lungs. Bad, everything. Because and, and when you're dragging end, in that air. dragging feet. Like, and I was like, I don't really know if this is even good for me. What's the point? And just, I was just doing it to... To get through that gruel and just say I did it. To embrace I mean? the suck. Just yeah, but I mean, it I'm, wasn't fun. I'm like Goggins now. Yeah, I know, that, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what I was. I'm a bit like that, a bit impressionable. I'll tell you what I did do. It's like, look, we can wrap it up if you want to wrap it up. Well, like, if this is a good story, we'll wrap it up. And if it's shit, then <laughs> well, we'll I'd have seen, to carry I'd on. I just seen these juggling balls and I was like... I, you learned I to juggle. I don't want to miss the opportunity to show that I've learned to juggle. Yes, go. Wait. Okay. Here we go. Columns. Whoa! That happens sometimes. Yay! <laughs> Again, I thought, like with the kalimba, I thought, I can't learn to juggle, otherwise people would be like, oh, juggle can you, is that why you've put the, them there? It, it's fun though, juggling. Yeah, I'm jealous, man, I wish I could juggle. Yeah. I bought some real juggling balls and everything. They're not real juggling balls. These are, um, these aren't good for juggling with. These are like kind of... That's what's been holding me back. Yeah, like a proper juggling ball. It's like weighted better and it's bigger. Right. But hey, I learned, I learned to use these kind of things. I'm impressed by that. I just wanted to show it off, you know. Why don't you... Um, so if everyone wants to go over to find Jeremiah on all the socials, um, on Instagram, on Facebook. Instagram. Facebook. That's it. And... Yeah, go and be streaming shit on Spotify and all that. Go listen to the tunes and um, listen to the new video, the new single out now, and Cosmic why, Race. Why don't you juggle us out and as we like fade out and the music drops. <sighs> Thanks for watching, everyone.